let's do this podcast. Go on then. What are we talking about? I don't know. Hello everyone, thank you for checking out another podcast episode. This is episode 29, probably episode 29. Yeah, so thanks for checking out another podcast. Thanks for watching, listening, whatever you're doing. Um, We've been really busy. We're really, really busy. Well, we might as well update them with the website first, right? Well, no, because by the time this comes out, we'll be further along. But as we record this... uh, but if you're listening at the moment, Instagram, Facebook and WhatsApp is currently down, so you can work out what date we're recording it yeah. by that. So we have a working prototype of the website, basically. So from creating a profile for right through to selling, the money coming in to us, the money going out to the photographer, all of that is working. Uh, it doesn't look pretty, but it works. So that's where we are as of today. By the time you see this it will probably be two weeks after we've recorded it so we'll have even more done but um it's getting there it's getting it's getting there there. hopefully we'll actually be able to say a date soon for when we can launch it yeah and that's making sure everything works you know obviously we've got to make sure everything works smoothly looks good and it's got all the features that we've been working on built into it. I mean, there's going to be features that we're going to add. Yeah, there's loads of stuff that ain't going to be on there. Yeah, there's loads of ideas and features that we've got that we just don't have time to put into the launch. You know, our main goal is getting what we've told you guys about so far, which is the selling of your photography work in print form working. That's going to be the main feature. That's going to be our core project. Prod, core product within the website but you know we've always said we want to help build a community support other photographers and artists and there's lots of cool ideas that we've got that will help do that going into the future so yeah if you have stuck around for this long we really appreciate it if you have already registered to our mailing list thank you so much you will probably get an update soon enough and if you haven't go over to the website and register this mailing list. It helps us gauge how many people are going to be on the website when we launch and maintain that going forward. That's the end of that story. Right, like, what are we talking about? Well, your camera. Let's see your camera. Oh, yeah. Mm, this is the Olympus Trip MD3. And I really like it. And it cost me, I think, I want to say £8 on eBay. Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I think. Yeah, £8. So, yeah, the whole reason we're going to talk about this camera a little bit is because if you haven't seen it already, we have released a video. We released a little photo walk video. Um, and it was just myself this day. Unfortunately, no Luke around to help me and guide me. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, I did a little photo walk using the camera. But we've been talking about it for a while. I think what we're going to do is put a little photo series together over like, here on our YouTube channel or over on our YouTube channel if you're not listening on YouTube. Um, and we're going to do a couple of photo walks using cheap point-and-shoot cameras. And when I say cheap, I'm talking cheap, cheap. Ones that you'll pick up in a charity shop, find in your grandparents' attic, um, or get on eBay for, I don't know, what, £20 or less? Should, that, should we set the challenge, £20 or less? I was going to say 50 but... Yeah. 50 
that's big bucks to me. All right, yeah, we'll say 50, but some of them are going to... We'll, we'll be transparent with the price and how much we've bought them for. Yeah. Like I said, I, I bought that on a whim, hoping it would work, and it worked really well. Um, yeah, but I'm, yeah, all I know, this could be worth 20 quid and I've just got a bag in. It could be worth 50 quid and I've got a bag in. I might have paid way too much for it. Mm. Um, but yeah, yeah that's, that's the idea. It's not going to be on like your kind of contacts T2, the, you yeah. know, like a mini Lux, the kind of high end point and shoot. It'll be, yeah. I've got one there. That's a 50. Yeah, we, we could do a little thumbnail here. Um, I haven't even got my cameras around. I, I have, but I love this camera. My little mm. 550. Yeah, I don't, I don't have any point and shoots that I love. You're not a big fan on point and shoots, are you? No, the only one that I've got that I really like, which I don't really think counts, is this. Oh, the Lomo one, yeah. Yeah, but I don't really... Is it a point and shoot? Because you have to focus it. I'm going to go no. What do you think? Should it be Should it be classed as a point and shoot? Let us know. Drop a comment. No. I mean, it's an awesome camera. We know that for... Yeah, it's actually for... wicked, but it's like, is it a point and shoot? Mm. yeah that, that's the idea we might put a little photo series together uh, make a couple of videos they're not going to come out once a week or anything they're just going to be as and when we can kind of get our hands on them but we'll put them into like a series uh, you know into an album on our YouTube channel um, that's the plan anyway um, but yeah it was a good camera to use I only walked around near where I live I live near um, like a trailer park I guess what, what would you describe Billing Acrodrome. It's a camp. Is it a caravan park? It's a caravan park slash campsite. It's like a holiday resort, isn't it? Yeah, but people do live there kind of semi-permanently, I guess. Um, but yeah, it's got, you know, it's got like an amusement park. It's got a little roller coaster, Ferris wheel and lake. Yeah. And then loads of like fields and loads of caravans and static homes, trailer homes, whatever you want to call them. Um but yeah, it's like a 10 minute walk away from, from my house and uh, I can sneak in through a hole in the fence, to be honest. So uh, yeah, free access. Um, but yeah, I think I went there about 10 o'clock in the morning and everything was like just opening. Um, so there's a bit in the video where I go into the arcade and they'd literally just opened up the shutters. And I just quickly asked, I just said, do you want to ever take some photos? And they were cool with it. But yeah, there's some good photos in there, I think. I mean, the result, you know, didn't go there with much uh, expectations on what I'd get. But, yeah, I actually really enjoyed it. I was going to say, let's put some photos up. Oh, yeah. One of the ones I really like was the swan. The sign, yeah. So, uh, to be like fair. A life boy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think there's a couple of some swans in there. Isn't there? There's some in the water and then there's one mm. on its own. But, yeah, this one. Um, yeah, this was, yeah, Just I just happened to be walking past it. it, it Zero fucks were given when it was left to me. They're, they're pretty violent, them swans around there, aren't they? And they mm. are fearless. Yeah, and they've all got their little babies with them. So, uh, yeah, yeah, they're definitely protective. But, yeah, so basically there's like a small train track, like a kid's train track that takes you all the way around the lake there. Um, so I effectively just stuck to the train track. Felt like River Phoenix and Stand By Me. Um <laughs> best yeah. film ever um so yeah i kind of just stuck stuck to that and walked around and just took photos up 
I'm not really a trigger happy person when it comes to taking photos. So it was a bit of a challenge to take 36 photos in the best part of an hour. But um, mm. I basically just snapped away at anything I saw. Um, one of the photos that stands out to me is this one, which was the, uh, it's just a yellow slide. Mm. Um, but it's, you know, it's, they've got like a swimming pool there slash center, maybe like, I don't know, yeah, might yeah. have a gym inside it for all I know. Um, but yeah, the slide kind of comes out of the building, goes back in. But I just saw the bright colour and I was trying to work out how to frame it and I was quite happy with that, how it came out. I didn't know what the the um, focus distance was, the focal point when I was actually using the camera. No, um, no I didn't have a clue. Yeah? Doesn't no. Oh, it was a 34, 34 millimetre lens. Hmm. But I didn't know the focal distance of how when it would kind of go into focus and I was taking the photo. Does it tell, does it not tell you? No. Because this, this camera has got like a, a light. I don't know if you can see it. Comes on. Oh, uh, okay. And when it's not, when it's too dark, it goes red. And when it also, when it's too close to focus, it flashes. So you can uh. kind of see it in your eye when you're, uh, this has only got the one light that flashes green when it actually takes a picture. But does it maybe flash when it's not in focus? No. I don't know. I'll be honest. I didn't look for that. So that's why some of the photos are actually blurry. There's a, so, yeah, the, the highlight of the day, should we say, was me talking to this guy about his bright red Mustang. Mm. And I saw him cleaning this from, you know, 100 metres away. And he was wearing a He's wearing a matching bright red T-shirt, and I was just like, that'll look awesome. So I'm going to go over to him, I'm going to talk to him, strike up a conversation, flirt with him a little bit, and try and get a photo of his car, which is exactly what I did. But um, the only other thing about the camera is the frame lines that are in the viewfinder are quite hard to kind of see, if that makes sense. Or maybe I wasn't thinking about it because I was talking to this guy, I was quite conscious that I just wanted to take a photo. So the first photo um, is a little bit... I've cropped him out slightly, but I quite like that. I don't really know why. I just quite like that it's effectively a point-and-shoot photo. It's just that I've seen that unfold in front of me. I've held up the camera and took a photo. But the guy was really, really... I think he was pretty hyped on me taking a photo. So yeah, he, like... Really, yeah, he moved his car forward for me. He's like, make sure you get the Mustang logo in behind the rims of the wheel. Um so yeah, I took a photo, but that was again, I was too close, so it's a little bit blurry. But I don't know, I quite I don't mind it. I don't mind it at all. For me, a point and shoot camera is something you can carry around and kind of document your life with, if that makes sense. Mm. I'm not gonna try and take a super amazing photo that I might sell as a printer at a later date. For me, it's a journal. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I saw, um, I saw um, a comment on the most recent Grainy Days video. And one of the comments on it was like, the hardest thing about being a classic car owner is not being able to move until all the film photographers get out of your way. <laughs> um, which just kind of reminded me of what you were just saying. Yeah, well, I don't know a lot about cars. and Anyone who knows me will tell you that. I don't know anything about cars. I don't even know what car I've got. No. Um, but I just well, liked... I mean, don't get me wrong, I could look at a car and say, that looks pretty cool. Mm. I couldn't tell you about anything that goes on under the hood, under the hood. Um, but I just liked that it was a bright red Mustang and he was wearing a bright red T-shirt and that's yeah. all I wanted in the photo of. Um, but yeah, it worked out all right. 
That's and then yeah, kind of slowly walked my way back round to well, I kind of finished at the arcade slash mm. whatever you call it, amusement park. Um but yeah, the arc- I don't know, I really liked going in the arcade. It's a pretty battered looking arcade, to be honest. You know, it's yeah, they're all two P machines and some funky old slot machines and things like that. But um I don't know, I feel like the camera performed quite well inside. Like it has an automatic flash. Um and I'm quite happy with the results that I got inside. Mm. There's one of I think it's like a Simpsons. I was I, I don't know, I was pretty hyped on how that one came out. I thought it looked quite good. We need to go uh, out at night with some sinister. Yeah, well, yeah. This see this is the thing, yeah. So I don't know if you'd agree if you're listening to this. Do you get bored of taking photos? from whatever is around your house because that is close to me that's a 10 minute walk away and it's probably like the coolest thing that i've got near me that is worth taking photos of Mm. but i'm conscious that every time i post a photo it's going to be from that location and i want to broaden my experience but i don't know for making a little video it's, it's quite a cool spot it's diverse in its locations and what you know diverse in what's there yeah but the more you go there the more you uh, we'll see things that you haven't seen before. Mm. Like I walk around the village where I live and it's dull, but every time I go out, I find something to take a photo of. Mm. And um, it's more now, it's like taking like real close-ups of stuff, like detail of things than just trying to find a scene that you haven't seen before because that's never going to happen now. But yeah. 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 Well, I I went out with well, I had in the back of my mind to try and take somewhat close up photos, especially being like a thirty four millimeter lens. I wanted to get close and deliberately crop certain things out of the pictures that I was making. Mm. But even when I look back at the photos now, I still think I'm way too far away. Like I feel like what I was going for, I still could have got closer. If you know what I mean, or left part of it out, and it still would have gained. Yeah. given the same kind of response off but the the photo that i'm that i'm definitely most proud of out of this photo walk using this little camera was the clowns which is actually the thumbnail to the video um so yeah if you haven't watched it already go check it out and see what you think but yeah the clowns was quite cool because it was one of those like i think it was like a big hammer you know where you hit it down and it yeah shoots up yeah. and it's basically a clown's head but because it is advertised with another clown's head i've quite liked the depth of field in the photo and fucking creepy. super creepy yeah mm. yeah maybe should have saved that one for halloween it is a good picture yeah i do quite like it how it came out i'm quite mm. quite happy with it i mean it but i don't know it makes me want to go and shoot it medium format now <laughs> do you know what i mean i don't know or, yeah but it's a good example of taking like a decent picture that cost you 28 pound for a camera and you shot it on kodak gold which is six quid well so, i wish it was still six quid it must be about eight quid now surely okay. all right but so that oh yeah so you shot so you bought a camera you shot a roll of film you got it developed for under 30 quid yeah bought the camera yeah let, let's say the camera was eight quid the film stock was eight quid that's 16 i paid four pounds to get it developed at skiers photographic in northampton there you go free shout out for you um and they only charge four quid or they charge me four quid i'm pretty sure it's the same for everyone and i actually because yeah, you scan them yourself i scan them myself at home yeah but i'm pretty sure it's 
eight quid for development and scan from them. Um, not too much. They do low res ones if you want to not pay much. Yeah. So, yeah, you're getting maybe less than 25 quid. Yeah, yeah, which is awesome. It's I a mean, great example done... of film photography not being too expensive and, um, you know, impenetrable. Well, like I said, I've, I've managed to buy a camera and go and shoot a roll of film and develop it and have the photos in front of me for under 30 quid. But I've still got the camera. I can still... Oh, yeah, no, you haven't got the cost. I, mean, yeah, no, I don't have to reinvest in a camera every time. I mean, we're going to for this series, <laughs> so thank you very much for that. But uh, <laughs> if you've got any cameras, let us know. Send us a message and we, we might look to purchase it off you. Um, or you can donate it. Don't mind. Just whatever you got lying around, any Leica, M, whatever's. Mm. Contacts, that'd be nice. I like a mini Lux. I really want a mini Lux, but they're yeah. like £800 and it's just a point and shoot. But they look I feel like you've got a very strong love hate relationship with Leica because I feel like you hate them, but there's a lot of Leicas that you kind of kind of want. Yeah, they just look good. Hate's they? a strong word, isn't it? Hate's a strong word. We love Leica. But... I don't hate it. Yeah, I do. I just... It'd be easier if you did hate them, wouldn't it? Because then you'd be like, ah, oh, out of mind, out of sight. Well, just by, yeah, the other one I really want is like a Contax G2. Yeah. But that's like, for that and a lens, like 1,500 quid, which is cheaper than a Leica. How many of those can you buy for that much yeah exactly but the results are well they speak for themselves don't they but well that, that's the point this is the point okay. of this kind of photo series mm. we want to see what some of these cameras and i'm like these you know these have been kicked around they're built to last a lifetime in mm. theory take some a couple of aa batteries well are they i don't think they are built to last a lifetime oh i don't know but that you they're, mecha- you- they're not mechanical are they they're, they're- they're electronics. Once the electronics go, it's dead. Yeah, but I mean, for for the price that you're paying for these kind of cameras, you can mm-hmm. throw it around in your bag, throw it in your pocket. Are you going to be devastated if you drop it? Probably not. I'd be more gutted of the pictures that I'm, I'm losing in that current roll of film than I would be the yeah. camera breaking. I don't know. Or maybe maybe we'll prove ourselves wrong and I'll find a camera that I'm in love with. I mean, like I said, I love my little Pentax BC550. And I got that in a charity shop for a couple of quid. We're, we're going to do a video on this soon as well. Um, but this is actually my personal camera at the moment. That'll do. Um, so, yeah, if you haven't checked out the video already, let us know what you think. Go give it a watch. Um, let us know if you've got any point-and-shoot cameras that you like or if you picked up cheap, let us know what they are. Drop us a comment. Check out other podcasts. We've got some wicked podcasts with some awesome guests that we've put out recently. Um, Bye. Like and subscribe.